0: This is The Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? grab your gear, and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the Masculine Journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now.
1: Welcome to the Masculine Journey. We are very glad to have you with us today, and we are on week, like, what, 42 of dismantling, (laughs) disrupting, healing. It's only
0: week five. Oh, it's
1: week five. Okay. okay.
0: I I actually
2: have only been in on one of these so far, so I've been missing out.
0: Well, then you're going to do all the talking
2: today, Robbie. I'll we'll just, <laughs> we'll
1: just give the mic to you.
2: We've been dismantled, healed, and restored, but as for you. <laughs> yeah, we, we, I'm still we, disrupted.
1: Yeah, well, and that's why we've got to go through the whole scenario today. And, mm-hmm. and, and actually, the, what we are going to talk about today is kind of lay it out it, through one movie. This was an idea of yours this last week, Robbie. What do you think about that? We actually used one of your ideas.
0: It's Rodney. That's a Robbie. Ro- <laughs> I looked at
1: Robbie and said Rodney, and that you know, sounded like you and Harold and yeah, Howard.
3: We're contagious, (laughs) (laughs) Rodney. That was your idea that we do. Yeah, because Brian at a boot camp a a year and a half, two years ago, did a theme on um, what was the movie? Axol Ridge. Axol Ridge. It was just so good that you guys talked about that. I was like, and when you this was coming about, I was like, this just sounds like the right thing to do. If you could do this, all of this theme that we have and this choreograph of uh, you know different seasons here of being. Uh, dismantled to Restoration. It's just that spoke to me and said, Man, if we do one movie, and then Darren Kuhn said,
2: da, 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 da. Uh, Well, I, I just tried to think of, you know, movies that kind of cover that, and Field of Dreams is what came to mind. I, and, you know, it's one of my favorite movies. So it's kind of the Jesus answer, you know, if you just answer Jesus, everything, <laughs> you're always right. And so Field of Dreams, it, it's kind of the Jesus answer.
1: It's going to hit there. I, I, if you're just joining us and you haven't, any idea what we're talking about on the disrupting, dismantling, healing, and restoring? Darren, can you kind of throw it out there pretty quickly?
2: For some yeah, time? I mean, God goes through this process with us um, to disrupt our agenda, and, uh, uh, and the reason being our agenda is usually not real productive for us. And so he disrupts our agenda, he begins dismantling the false self, the brokenness within, Um, Gets down to what needs to be healed and does that healing and then restores us and releases us, you know, onto the kingdom and to, to be the glorified image bearer that he intended us to be.
1: Thank you. We could have just done that and not done four weeks of the show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got to take it to Field of Dreams, right? We do. What a beautiful place
1: to get disrupted. I
0: mean, wow.
1: Can you imagine there might be someone out there that hasn't seen the movie? Yeah, Yeah. I could. Yeah, especially in the new generation. You know, I don't know. It came out in
2: the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. If you're one of our younger listeners and you haven't seen this movie, oh my goodness, go see it. What
1: a great movie. And as we begin, you you begin with this farmer that uh, lives out in Iowa with his wife and his daughter. And all of a sudden, you just kind of hear something out in the air. And that's where we kind of pick up this clip and we start learning about his story.
2: That voice just now, what was it?
0: We didn't hear anything. All right.
1: (laughs) <laughs> uh, what we're going to to do today with the show is we're going to kind of lay out the different parts of it. Now, this is actually the beginning of disruption, mm-hmm. but we want to, you know, kind of lay out each place of, of this story to the story we've been telling you over the last few weeks, but then also talk about the warfare you're going to face at each time, because everything God tries to do in your life, the enemy opposes.
2: Yeah, and and it's not just the enemy. You know, your old self, your your false self opposes it. Um, the world opposes it sam i mean you know you've been good about bringing us around to that kind of trinity of evil yeah. um, <laughs> that is the world and and uh, our enemy and then our old self and so uh, obviously the warfare part of it here is I-, I must be hearing things she's definitely not hearing it so i must not be hearing it um and then there's just this disruption of I don't even know what that means, you know?
1: Right. And then it starts to become more clear, but you know, you have the disruption
0: that's beginning. Yeah, This
2: is just a critical point
0: to me of, can you hear the voice of God? Mm -hmm. It's just an absolutely critical point. And since I talk about that on the air and I talk about it with friends and I was just on a trip to the NRB and, those guys riding along said, "So you actually think that you hear from God? <laughs> you know." And, and and as we began to share some stories along those lines, by the end of that trip, they were like, "Man, Robbie has this phenomenal prayer life. I want some of that." You know, like it, it, it's just. But the warfare that's going on there is this guy is nuts, and so I, I there's an agreement that you can make that I don't hear from God, and my wife had often said, well, that's just not fair. You hear from, I was a Christian before you were, you hear from God and I don't, it's just not fair. And I was like, Tammy, you hear from God. You just, you haven't acknowledged that you actually do. And so one day she was telling me the story about how we ended up in special needs ministry. And she says, well, you know, the reason why I'm in special needs ministry is because God told me that would be my ministry. And it was like, so... How is it you don't hear from God? Oh, I did, I did. You know, I know that. That was just – and so when when she realized that she had, I thought, wow, I bet everybody's like this, Sam, where they've heard from God, they're just not seeing what it is that they've heard.
1: And I think often they've, they've heard that you don't hear from God, right? But but that's not what the Scripture says. In all the stories of the Old Testament, I don't think God sent, you know, a stenographer out there and said, hey, <laughs> you know, this is what God said, and if if he did – they had to tell him, you know, and God spoke to somebody, right? He spoke to Abraham, to David,
0: to everybody, right? And it, there's husband testament too, Paul, Peter, yeah. Mary, you know, it was like, and they turned into a great rock group. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wondered if that was coming.
1: <laughs> and so, you know, you have the agreement that could be, you know, I, I don't hear from God. You also have the agreement that, uh, you know, I, I just didn't hear anything, right? Or – you know, I don't think I'm going to bother with that. I'm just going to continue to farm my field and keep moving and, and keep going because I don't want people to think I'm crazy.
3: That's my indigestion talking or something. You yeah. Know, you make up any type of excuse to say it's something other than what I really want it to be. It's Taco Bell. I'm going to deny. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that did
0: it. And that agreement is totally what Satan is going after in our lives to tell you that his sheep don't hear his voice, that this isn't possible. And, and think how much life you'd would been robbed, Darren, if, if you didn't believe that.
2: Well, I was robbed of it for a long, long time. I was one of those guys that didn't believe it. I was actually one of those preachers that taught that you didn't hear from God that way, that the only way you heard from God was through Scripture, and uh, that you had the Holy Spirit, um, and, you know, I, I don't – you know, for the life of me, I still don't know what I used to think about what the Holy Spirit did. I guess maybe he just, like, slapped me on the back of the head every now and then or something. <laughs> but honestly, for He's you, a school <laughs> bus driver. You told me that's that. That's <laughs> right. He's, he's the Pitegagos. Go look that up in your Greek dictionary. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was that was kind of the way I looked at it was that, you know, the Scripture was um, the only way God spoke. Now, I I want to be first to say— the Scripture is the primary way that God speaks to us. Have no doubt about that. And anything you hear from God, if you hear from God, you know, run around a tree and bark three times and you'll be saved, well, go check that against Scripture and see if Scripture says that, because Scripture doesn't say that. But if it's something that's totally different than, than a salvation issue, um, or a, a core doctrinal issue, then...
0: um well, he'd have missed out on a great movie if, you know, if he'd have stopped with, if you build it, he will come. I mean, because if he hadn't walked into that,
2: think about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a whole lot more to the story, and, and so it wasn't until... God proved to me that he spoke to me that I began to remember all the times that he had spoken to me in the past.
1: Yeah, you know, I think that as Christians, you know, one of the terms that we often say is, you know, our calling. Mm -hmm. Well, unless God's told you something, you can't have a calling, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Unless someone else
2: told you. I was called to preach that you don't hear from God. (laughs) I'm not sure how God called me to do that. (laughs) Exactly. Um, It could have been SpaghettiOs.
1: So we know we have the magic of Hollywood, and so he hears this voice, right? And we don't know who it's from. It's just this voice that says, if you build it, he will come. And, and somewhere along the way, he's, he's called to go uh, influence, a.k.a. Yeah. A, a kidnap. Yeah, kid, <laughs>
2: kidnap a man named Terrence Mann. <laughs> a
1: guy named Terrence Mann. And uh, he wanted to bring him along on the journey. And so you know, part of it is we have this next clip, and do we have time to get it in, you think?
0: Well, we'll see. Yeah, Yeah. we have time.
1: We'll go ahead and get it played. And this is when he's got Terrence Mann and they go to a ball game together and they see something on the board. And let's see what we go from there.
0: And away we go. Go the distance. Go the distance.
2: What's the matter?
1: You didn't see that? See what? I'm sorry, I guess you didn't have to be here.
2: What? Whenever you want to go, we can go. Fine, let's go.
3: you're not telling me
1: I've already taken up too much of your time
3: I wish I had your passion ray misdirected though it might be it is still a passion I used to feel that way about things but You got another message didn't you
1: you think i'm crazy
3: i already think you're crazy what did it say
1: said the man's done enough leave him alone and he ends up not leaving him alone and taking him on the ride and that becomes vital to the story and we come back we're going to learn more about it but for now go to masculinejourney.org and register for the upcoming boot camp april 2nd through 5th
0: Oh, and it's cold outside and you get out of the shower and your towel won't dry you off. Oh, (laughs) it makes you feel like you might need to throw in the towel. (laughs) Well, go ahead. We got something better for you. My pillow towels. I mean, some bath towels just don't absorb water. Others, you know, you feel like you're drying off with sandpaper. About 20 years ago, the textile manufacturers came up with a not so brilliant idea to make towels softer by adding chemicals. Great idea, but one problem. The towels won't dry you off. My pillow is changing back to the better days when towels actually worked. This is Southern Cotton from the USA. 60-day money-back guarantee. Colors to match any bathroom. White, mineral gray, stone, ocean blue, royal purple, and more. If you order right now, you get 30% off a set. Two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Call 800-943-7096.
1: P.O. Box 550 Kernersville North Carolina 27285
3: I am William Wallace You have come to fight as free men And free men you are What will you do with that freedom
0: Find out from Jesus what you will do with that freedom A 4-day adventure with God It's a masculine journey radio boot camp Boot camp is designed to give men permission to be what God designed them to be passionate warriors for the kingdom Coming this April, April 2nd through the 5th. Register now at MasculineJourney.org.
3: Anoint my head, anoint my feet. Send your angels raining down here on the battleground. For your glory, we're taking territory. Fighting unseen enemies like never before. We're waging war. Welcome back
1: to The Masculine Journey. We are talking about warfare. We're talking about warfare that happens during the disruption, dismantling, healing, and restoring that God's constantly doing in your life. So that means we're constantly in warfare.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because he's always doing it. And, you know, warfare is a given no matter what's happening. Yeah. Um, I've been experiencing a, a, a really large portion of it today. So, oh, and that clip that we just played right before the break – you know, here's this
0: situation where, you know, one of the warfares that, that's happening is miscommunication.
2: Yeah. And, and also, to some extent, you know, hiding. Yeah, because Terrence Mann is afraid to say, yeah, I saw that. I, I saw the message about Moonlight Graham on the billboard at, you know, the Red Sox Stadium. And, and so,
0: Ray is assuming that he's used up too much of this time. But if if you watch the actual movie, the this particular clip... My heart was just screaming, man, he wants to be part of the adventure. A shared adventure is so much more wonderful on all sorts of levels than going at it alone. And if it weren't for this partnership between these two men, mm-hmm. again, the, the movie doesn't – I mean, the, the, the restoration and the healing doesn't happen. And, and I heard you guys show last week in the after-hour show, which was beyond cool, and where you talked about that, man – if it isn't for the restoration of relationship, we really don't yeah. get the healing, but man the warfare when it comes to, and if we've experienced that, if anybody has experienced the warfare when it comes to communication, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> we
0: have
2: experienced this,
0: and, and this is real stuff.
2: I don't know what you're trying to say, Robbie. <laughs>
0: and, and
1: as you watch the rest of the movie, which we're only using you know, a few clips here and there from it today, the, the Terrence Man is vital. To the whole thing. He plays a supporter down the road. He plays just a critical role in it. And if he's not entering into it, but the warfare that's also going on here is fear.
2: Yeah, both of them are afraid. I mean, you know, Ray thinks he's crazy. He thinks himself to be crazy. And Terrence also thinks Ray to be crazy. But now Terrence is hearing the same things that Ray's (laughs) hearing. And so he's afraid to admit, okay, if I say I heard that, then that means I'm as crazy as this dude that just tried to kidnap me mm-hmm. and so you know it's it's that fear of <clears throat> what does that say about me if i say i heard this or, or you know or i i believe that god wants to take me down this road towards healing well it means i'm broken and that that right there is a, a huge thing for a lot of people i can't admit that i'm broken i'm a pastor i can't be broken
1: yeah Yeah, Yeah. Um, anyway, no, you're exactly right. That's the way we can all feel it. I think one of those key things with fear is if you're facing fear, you got to realize that that's really just not trusting God in some level, right? I don't think God's bigger than what he's calling me to go through here. And without both of these guys not stepping into that fear and and not letting it rule their lives, the rest of the story doesn't happen. And that's one of the enemy's big tools is fear. You know, he reminds you of things that didn't go well before. Oh, this is just going to be just like that. You know, times that you stepped out in trust and, and it didn't go well. Right, That's one of the things he's going to try to use.
3: Yes, and whatever your specific fear is when you get into these situations, start thinking in terms of, okay, where is this fear linked to some agreement that is negative about me and myself that doesn't allow me to go enter in at this point? Because now the fear is saying, don't enter in, Rodney, you need to back out, don't do this, this isn't going to be good for you, We're going to, you're going to get hurt or something's going to happen. And that's where you start to understand, oh, that's where I need to go in because I need to break that agreement right now. And the sooner you do it, the better. You guys have taught me so much about getting in there, getting in early, saying no, being formal and being fierce about that.
1: It's Those agreements that we've made early in life, that we've carried for so many years are the hardest that seemed to end up being to break which takes us to the next clip which is a, a ride it, it, they're leaving the Boston area they're going back to Iowa Terrence is with Ray and they're driving along and he's talking about his dad Ray's dad and Terrence asks him the question and let's listen in and see what we find out
0: what happened to your father he never made
1: it as a ball player so he tried to get his son to make it for him. By the time I was 10, playing baseball got to be like eating vegetables or taking out the garbage. So when I was 14, I started to refuse. You believe that? An American boy refusing to have a catch with his father?
3: Why 14?
1: That's when I read The Boat Rocker by Terence Mann. Oh, God. <laughs>
3: never played catch with him again. You see, that's the kind of crap people always try to lay on me. I'm... It's not my fault you wouldn't play catch with I'm... your father.
1: I know. Anyway, when I was 17, I packed my thing, said something awful and left. After a while, I wanted to come home, but I didn't know how. made it back to the funeral.
3: What was the awful thing you said to your father?
0: Hmm. I said I could never respect a man whose hero was a criminal. Who was his hero? was Joe
3: Jackson You knew he wasn't a criminal? Why did you say it? I was 17
0: so I died before I could take it back Before I could tell him You know Never met my wife
1: granddaughter this is your penance I know I can't bring my father back
3: so the least you can do is bring back his hero
1: now Darren what's what's some of the agreements what's some of the warfare that that's going on in this clip even though it may be subtle
2: yeah I, as I was listening there's at least three there one is I'm a bad son um, that's the first one I'm I'm a bad son um, the, the second one is um, I couldn't go home I can't go home you know I've, I've done too much I've, I've hurt my dad too much um, I've hurt God too much I can't go home I, I can't go back to dad right now because um, I don't deserve the mercy I don't deserve the grace all of those things you listeners know exactly what I'm talking about um, And then, you know, the, the last one was it's, it's too late. You know, it's, it's just too late. I, I, there's nothing I can do about that, but God can get you healing there, especially, especially there in a, in a relationship that of a, of a, somebody that's passed and gone. And there was a lot of brokenness there. We talked about it last week. You talked about it last week, Sam, in the, in the after hour show for sure, and, there's a lot of healing that God can do there. It's never too late.
1: No, it, it isn't too late. And there's also misunderstanding of what's going on. When you're in the middle uh, of God doing work in your life, it, it most often doesn't make sense. Right? And so you even have Terrence Mann say, there say it's your penance. Right? Like There's, there's something – you can't do anything about it, right? It's your, this is your repercussions, you know, for lack of a better term. And, and that's not what's going on as, as the story continues to unfold. You know, it is about healing and restoration that's going to be happening in the upcoming clips. Now, how's that look for you guys in, in your life? How hard is it to not say it's too late? You know, the, the water, too much water's under the bridge. My, my child's too old now. I can't go back and make up for how I was not a great parent when they were little. Right? All those things can play out very easily in our life, and it's easier to maybe relate to than it is maybe a movie clip.
0: Well, my case, um, I can remember when my parents sat us down <laughs> for the famous, you know, we're going to get divorced talk. And my immediate response that I, and Satan nailed me on, that I've fortunately gotten back and gotten a lot of healing is, I can't go home. I can remember that very thing coming out of my mind and my mouth, and Satan jumped on it like there was no tomorrow. My, ho- I have no more home. My parents are split up. I can't go home. I can't go home. Well, biblically, this is gigantic. Home means everything to God. You're this... Arguably, the most songs ever written on any subject are about going home. <laughs> because God wanted a home. It's the whole reason that the Bible starts with a bet, meaning home. And so, home builder is what a son is when you look at the actual Hebrew of it, is home builder. And so, this is his son that's building his home, and he's the one who's going to be able to bring the healing to get you back off that agreement that you made as a kid when you were 17. And so we've had a lot of disruption in
1: Ray's life. And right now, this is where the dismantling is really starting to kick in, right? He's really starting to kick in on dismantling, which means right behind that is the opportunity for healing and restoration. But as we're coming towards the end of this particular episode, you're going to have to go to MasculineJourney.org to download the uh, After Hours, because we're going to continue the topic
0: in the After Hours this time. And we're going to finish the, the rest of it. Right. For those who aren't familiar, we have a new podcast that goes along with our broadcast. If you go to iTunes or you go to our website, whatever, get that Masculine Journey After Hours episode. will be coming up right after this one. We have three more clips, at least, from this movie and more of the warfare that's involved that's available to you after hours. <laughs> and you know just think of the healing that happened to James Earl Jones because if not he never would have got Luke never could have saved him yes and, right. and, the, yeah.
2: and the force wouldn't I be with him think you're getting your movies confused <laughs> there Robbie it yeah. happens at your age but um, it, you know yes the, the podcast the After Hours podcast is always immediately right after the show it'll be uploaded it's ready to come uh, you know down to your favorite device on Spotify whatever but uh, we also want to ask you to, to think about coming to a boot camp mm-hmm. we've got one coming up april 2nd through the 5th um in Moxville, north carolina go to masculinejourney.org to register or get more information about it uh send us an email give us a call whatever Why, because
0: i can't think of how many of these agreements were uncovered at a boot camp oh because we meet with god yep It's the covenant of silence after you hear a talk where somebody else is describing their wounds, their father wound, that kind of stuff. You get a chance to go out
2: there and really dig in, you and God, on your story. Right. It's not our mouths that we want you to hear the most from. It's God's (laughs) mouth that we want you to hear from.
1: Yeah, it's it's when you go out there and God can do this disruption, dismantling, healing, restoring – in a very short time frame mm-hmm. he can. At a boot camp he can do it very quickly And he can do it outside the boot camp But yeah. how often do you really take the time To go out and spend one on one time with God
2: mm-hmm. And I mean, invest in yourself
1: You know it's everything else gets in the way Just try to go do that tomorrow And I promise you you'll have ten other things That come up that's going to distract you Or your phone's going to ring or this is going to happen And At the boot camp you can check out You can take time and let God Just work on your heart Go to masculinejourney.org to register for the boot camp come up April 2nd through 5th. And go on also to go to Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, masculinejourney.org to download the After Hours podcast.